Welcome to the Focused 15 podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to keep first things first. So together, we'll dive deep into the Bible, find truths to apply to our moments, and learn to thrive in our everyday. All it will take is 15 minutes. Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to the Focus 15 podcast. Thanks so much for joining in. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about planning. In the last few podcasts, we looked at how important it is for us to understand our calling and even how to balance some of those bigger uh, long-term callings that we have, uh, such as child of God or wife or mom, um, those type of big Big C callings, we called them. And then looking at what about those little C callings? What about those things that God has just burned on our hearts to do? But sometimes it's hard to do amidst some of those bigger callings. And so uh, just kind of as a natural overflow from there, we want to talk about planning. We want to talk about how do we get things um, moving? How do we how do we get things done and balance all these things in our lives? And, and goal, goal setting and planning is such an important part of that and a great next step once you figure it out your calling. Um, and I asked uh, Kat Lee and Amy Lynn Andrews to join me on the conversation on planning. And both of these women have so much wisdom to share. So I'm excited you're here and that you'll be listening in. Here we go. Everyone, welcome. Uh, my name is Katie Orr, and I'll be the host for today. And we are going to be chatting about planning. Last week, we talked about calling and um, just kind of in view of we are all everyday women. There's no woman that's more special than another. We are all individuals and God has created us exactly the way we are. But sometimes it's a, it's a uh, it's, it's difficult to try to figure out what we individually are built to do and what we're not built to do. And so we talked about calling a bit last week, and you can catch that on my um, site at katieor.me and backslash truth is where you can find the blog and you can find um, our conversation about calling there. Um, and then so today we're going to kind of move from that place. If we figured out what we know God um, wants us to do, at least for now, then now we've got a plan, right? Now we've got to take action on what we feel God has called us to do. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And I've asked um, Amy Andrews and Kat Lee to join this conversation because in my eyes, they are both fantastic planners, as well as not just good planners, but also implementers. And I think that is a key also to not just plan, but also to act on those plans. Um, and so we're just going to chat. I've got some questions, but I'm also kind of seeing this as a bit of a therapy session for me in hopes that you all may be, <laughs> may be able to identify with some of my planning issues and my planning failures. And um, we'll kind of, you know, feel free to ask questions in the comments also if you have a specific thing that you want addressed. But I know, um, but before we get there, let's just kind of back up a little bit um, and Maybe give us a quick introduction, maybe one sentence about yourself. And then from there, we'll uh, maybe go ahead and say who you are and and what you do and then why you think planning is important. I'm Amy from AmyLynnAndrews.com, and I do various things, teach people how to blog and write the newsletter and stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. That's my gig. Yeah. Lots of stuff. So what are, why would you say planning is important in one to two senses? Oh, well, (laughs) it is important because otherwise I am just a, I am a hamster in a wheel. Mm -hmm. 
getting nothing yes. done, just mm-hmm. whittling away my days, doing nothing. Yes. I still yes. do that on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Kat, um, maybe introduce yourself uh, and then let it, maybe what do you, why do you think planning is important? Okay. My name is Kat Lee and I podcast at inspiredaction.com. And I also lead an online community called hellomornings.org where we help women wake up for their lives and not to their lives. And I think planning is important because I have a place that I want to end up. I I know what I want from my life. And the only way to take advantage of that and to get there is to have a plan, just like you plan for a vacation or you plan for a college degree. You need to have steps to get to that long-term goal. That was more than one sentence. I'm really sorry. No, that was good. And, and, you know, I think most people would say that planning is important, right? It's pretty, I think it's pretty, I don't know, maybe it's just the circles I run in, but I think that most people would say, yeah, it's a good idea to have a plan. But the reality in our days, a lot of times is that we don't have a plan, right? (laughs) You know, we just kind of, sometimes it's appropriate to wing it and sometimes it's not. So let's talk about, you know, why it is important for our lives. And then also, is it biblical? Do you all think that it is biblical for us to plan? We all look through life from a Christian worldview. Um, And so is it biblical to plan? What do you think, Amy? Oh, I think so. I mean, I think, I suppose you could just look at it in general, broad strokes and just say, I think God had a plan, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just the whole story of creation and Christ coming and redemption, etc. So I do. And also, what's that proverb? I should have looked it up beforehand. But you know, the proverb proverb about the ants storing away for the in the in, mm-hmm. for the next season or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's important. I think it's tricky, though, to figure out where is the line between planning? Um, you know, like in James, it's a, it talks about, you know, basically don't plan anything. What is it? What is the, the I, I don't know. I'm totally butchering. But, you know, don't plan anything because nobody really knows what's going to happen yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, you know, whatever yeah. the Lord wills. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think both are true. Yeah. It's just a matter of finding, finding the balance, I think. Yeah, between. absolutely. Kat, are you still there? I am here, right, but I yeah. missed the question. Okay. The question is. Um, is, is planning biblical? Do you think that it is biblical for us to have planning in our lives? Or is this just a media thing that we believe, you know, oh, everybody tells us I should have a plan, but. No, I think it's totally biblical because God has a plan for us. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think the thing that, that causes the divide is that we think that we do the planning when, and that it's something separate from him when really I think spending time with him and planning go hand in hand. And when we spend time with him, then we get our plan. And mm-hmm. when we try to make our plan apart from him, then it gets all wonky and that's where things get messed up. But um, I think part of planning is just spending time in the word and with him because mm-hmm. uh, he has a plan and a purpose for us. And it's just our job to figure out what that is. Yeah. I love that. And so, so far it seems like we've seen, yes, we, we all would say, Planning is biblical and it is important and it affects every area of our lives. But we already have already seen by something Amy said is that we well, you both said that, yes, it's biblical to plan because God has a plan. He has a plan from the beginning of time before there was time. He's had a plan for each of us individually. 
And so part of our job is being able to tap into what is God's plan for us. And that goes back to what we were talking about with calling. Um, But then at the same time, there's this idea that, yes, we can plan, but we need to hold those plans loosely. I think that's what you were alluding to, Amy, that um, that there is still this idea that we are absolutely not really in control Mm -hmm. (laughs) of of anything. But yet we do control our moments. You know, we control our our actions. We have a choice. We have choices to make. And that affects the um, the outcome of our moments, I think, in in the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The experience that we have of God and his plan for us. So, uh, well, I would love to hear from each of you kind of what does your rhythm of planning look like from from the outside looking in? I see you all as very intentional people. You are planners, but you're also doers. I tend to be a doer, but not a planner, if that makes sense. Like I can get a lot of stuff done, but I'm not always doing the right things. And I see you both as very much intentional planners and intentional implementers. So kind of share with us what what your rhythm of planning looks like. Does that question make sense? Yes. Like where, where do you start and how do you get going and do you eval- reevaluate? Do you do this once a week, once a month, once a year? What is what does your rhythm of planning look like? Am I going first? Sure. Yes, because you talked first. So <laughs> I was just waiting. You're so polite, Kat. Thank <laughs> you. Um I think for me, what I find is that every season of life, I have to reevaluate my previous plan. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, and, and seasons vary. So sometimes it is uh, maybe my husband gets a new job or his job responsibilities change or my job mm-hmm. responsibilities change or the kids start school or summer vacation hits or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. then I find that I need to kind of reevaluate, go back, look at what was lurking, working for us before, and then make tweaks. And that happens continuously. And then in between there, I'm constantly tweaking as we go. And usually I would say that I never have a really great, perfect plan set up. It always ends up being um, modified as time goes by because things come up or I realize that, hey, if we did it this way, it would be better, that type of thing. So I think for me, I like to do things in time blocks, time chunking. Mm -hmm. So certain things like my work time gets blocked into a time. And um, when I'm home with the kids doing schoolwork, for example, that gets blocked into a time. And that's how I try to organize my life in general. And then specifically on a daily basis, what it looks like for me is using Google Calendar to keep track of all of the different activities and things. So I have a bunch of different calendars as well as my husband's calendar and the calendar for, uh, you know, like volleyball, for example, or whatever it is. And then um, what I think helps for me most is going through it each day and looking at the next day's activities and then, you know, making a list of the things, just the top three things that I've got to make sure that I hit the next following day. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that. So that's an idea of time blocks that, you know, thinking through in the afternoon, I'm going to do this in the morning, I'm going to do this or in the evening. I have no planning time. I was family time or what, you know, so thinking through time, chunks of time that you have available to get things done. Is that what I'm, is that what I'm hearing? Is that correct? Right. And try trying. I am not good. In fact, I am <laughs> miserably bad 
at creating really hard boundaries between one thing, one block of time and the next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating for me because I, because working from home presents an interesting challenge. My office is in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. office, if you could call it that, the desk where I work is in my bedroom. (laughs) Um, So it's very hard to figure out uh, ways to say, okay, the work time is now over and I'm moving on to the next chunk of time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if anything comes up unexpectedly, it generally is my work time in, in my case, my work time that gets squeezed out. So then mm-hmm. I feel like I'm trying to find nooks and crannies elsewhere to, you know, squeeze it back in. So, yeah, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. So how do, if you have a good on a good day and you have a good plan and you've gone, look, it sounds also like you um, every day you look back at the to do list and you look back at your plan for that day and then you evaluate, OK, what's my top three for today? What are the things that I must get done today? Um, so on a good day, what does that look like then? Well, I think for, for example, working, I've mm-hmm. got to figure the, the thing that's most important to me above everything else from a work perspective is getting my newsletter done every week. That is my main thing and the my main goal. So ideally what will happen is during my work time, my newsletter is the first thing that gets tackled and then other things kind of fit in around that. When it comes to home life, um, my kids' school, keeping up with my kids' school, things just fall through the cracks like crazy around here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think what happens is, is sometimes I've been in those stages where I've made really detailed plans for a lot of Mm -hmm. areas of my life all at once. And that never works. I just have to keep to one or two things. Otherwise it's, Mm -hmm. I'm doing a whole lot of things very badly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Kat? What is that? What is kind of a good planning um, rhythm look like for you? Um, so, I think the first thing that I always have to keep in mind is that when it comes to planning, planning is kind of number three on the list. So it's God, and then me, and then the plan. So the plan, I don't ever want it to rule me and how I'm feeling mm-hmm. or my circumstances. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want it to. Um, get a greater focus than God. And I always want to refer back to that. And so um, Mm -hmm. that's just important for me to always remember. Having said that, um, something that I've been doing lately that I really, really like is what I call a six week press. So basically Mm -hmm. I will sit down and I will take some time and kind of plan out the next six weeks, the things that I'm going to work on and just kind of a general um, focus for each week. So maybe one week is Uh, working on getting all of the lesson planning done for homeschooling my 13 year old. And, and then that week, whenever I'm working on something, my goal is to get that project done or, and and I'll kind of break things down so that whenever I'm I'm focusing on something for a week, that it's something that I can finish, whether it's getting homeschooling Mm -hmm. done, the lesson planning done for the semester, or if I can only get a month's done, you know, that week, then I'll do that. But I'll make sure that it's a, a chunk that I can, really feel good about having completed at the end of the week. So I'll, I'll find um, four different projects that I want to do and that I believe I can get done in a week. And I'll assign those, you know, week one, I'll do this week two, I'll do this week three, I'll do this week four, I'll do this. And those will Mm -hmm. be my priority at the end of the week. I want those things done. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the fifth week is where my focus is to schedule my next six week press. And I'll figure out what I want to work on, how I can break 
things down into chunks that I can finish per week. And then the sixth week of my six-week press is where my focus is on resting and relaxing and doing things that I don't usually make time to do. Now, that might be different for some people. Maybe some people are better at resting and relaxing and doing fun things. I'm kind of not. <laughs> and I know that sounds very weird, but um, I'm not always intentional about it. And so I'll end up working, 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 then being exhausted and then just doing nothing except something completely mm -hmm. empty and useless for a week. And that doesn't do me any good. So if I'm intentional about replanning in that fifth week for the next six week press, and in that six weeks, if I'm intentional about resting, then I'm ready to go for the next four mm -hmm. projects and I want to finish. And I feel really good because I got these big projects that I've been wanting to do done and they're, you know, they're off my to-do list and I can feel really mm -hmm. good about that. So um, that's something that's been really helpful for me. Like Amy said, it's so helpful for me to just focus on one thing and know that in general, I have this one goal for this week and that's the thing that's my priority and that I'm focusing on and everything else kind of gets second place. Um, mm -hmm. And that's been very helpful just for the way that my brain works. Yeah. So with if your week is, you know, maybe your week's focus is homeschool, mm -hmm. you know, you know, getting your daughter's plan ready for the semester. So does that mean that that's all you do or it's going to be primary, but do you also do kind of sneak in other tasks that need to get done as well? Definitely. So kind of something that I do even before that is I do a time evaluation. I just, and actually redid this yesterday because I realized that now that school has started and I'm homeschooling and I have kids in two other schools, my time looks a whole lot different. And so mm -hmm. I just basically wrote down everything that I do, like from picking up my kids' random stuff around the house to doing dishes to whatever. And I wrote down everything I do and kind of figured out how much time I have available each week, which was shockingly small amount and a little bit sad. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> it helped me to see that, you know, I'm not tired because I'm wasting time right now. I'm tired because there's just a mm -hmm. whole lot on my plate. And, and, yeah. and, and after doing that, actually, my husband saw it and he's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that you were doing that much stuff. So he actually, just before we got in this interview, he came in real quick and got the laundry because he's decided to take over the laundry for awesome. me. Awesome. So if you ever, <laughs> if you want your husband to be awesome like that, evaluate your time and figure out what you're doing. And so you're not just tired, but there's actually on a piece of paper, this is why I'm so tired. And this is how much stuff I'm actually doing. Um, and so I'm, I got a little distracted from your question, but, um, Oh, yeah, no, no this really things. good. It's good. Um, yeah. So, you know, so in that time evaluation, you know, I, I put down, okay, well, I have to spend this much time on replying to customers about my planner or doing Hello Mornings things or working on the podcast. So I work that time into the week and it's really the leftover time that I use for those main projects. But there, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm focused on that and intentional about it. So I make sure that I have time for those projects. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor.com. 22.